Last week we talked about Jesus forgiving us, forgiving us of our sins, not just to be sinless, yeah, but to be spirit-filled, okay? Like Jesus went to the cross not just to atone for our sins, right, or, or forgive us of our sins or make it so that we can, you know, be sin-free. Jesus went there so that we can have a relationship with him and ultimately a relationship with others, okay? So first verse for tonight um, is Matthew 28, yeah? It is the Great Commission, okay? The Great Commission, Jesus, his last words before, and that was uh, the Great Commission, okay? The last words before Jesus left this earth, okay, was pretty much to say to his disciples, go therefore to all the nations, yeah, making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and holy, what is this? Somebody's phone. It's talking. Siri's talking to us. Um, Okay, so the Great Commission. Go, make disciples, baptize them in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teach them all that Jesus had taught them. Amen? The commissioning service. Like he looked at the, the men that were around him and said, hey, you guys, this is your mission. Okay? After that, <clears throat> Jesus said, um, you guys have to wait for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Second verse for tonight. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Okay, so Jesus tells them, wait for the blessing of the Holy Spirit, move ahead, yeah, and I'm going to anoint you pretty much, okay? So um, you guys got that? Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it's up there, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth, okay? So that was pretty much like your close neighborhood, your city, neighboring towns, and then just like places that were undiscoverable, okay? Um, you know, there's a cool insight to that is um, scripture says that Jesus won't return. And I never did hear this until Pastor Sean kind of, I was talking with Pastor Sean, so he's the senior pastor here at Waipuna Chapel. Um, he and I were talking one day and he's like, you know, like there's still like maybe... <clears throat> a thousand or so dialects in the world that still don't have the Bible translated into their language, yeah? Um, and so there's a lot of talk about the internet and, and talk about Bible translation to make sure that the gospel gets to all these nations. But, so, so the gospel gets to all nations so that Jesus would come back, right? So there's this mission to get the gospel to every people group. But um, as far as these people knew, the gospel got to the ends of their earth. So even though, like it says, like Jesus won't return until all have heard of the gospel, we interpret it now in this like 21st century. But that step could have already happened, which means Jesus could come back right now. Okay? But we don't know that. What we do know is that Jesus, one, gave us a mission. Two, he gave us the power to do that. And tonight, I want to talk about the specifics of 
the Spirit of God when he comes into our lives. What can happen from there? Okay? So let's pray, and then uh, we'll, we'll open up Scripture and see what Scripture has to say. Jesus, thanks so much for tonight. We give you praise for um, the cross, the completed work of the cross, but we also give you praise, God, for the purpose of the cross, not just to forgive us of our sins, God, but that you would um, send us on a mission, God, that you would uh, commission us, God, to go and make disciples of all nations, God, uh, baptizing them, teaching them, God, all that you have taught us. And so, Father, thank you that that call is not just for me, Lord, but it's for everyone here tonight. And uh, thanks that we are not alone in this. We have each other, but mostly, Lord, we have your spirit. And with the spirit, God, we've been given gifts to accomplish that great task. And so, Father, uh, teach us about it tonight. And I pray, God, that you would either bring to light gifts that you've already given and or give some brand new gifts tonight. We're excited, Father, for this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. You guys excited for some presents tonight? Okay, so there's three places in Scripture uh, that give lists of gifts that come when the Spirit comes. Okay? So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. Okay? Okay, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God the Father, Creator God in heaven. Jesus, the Son of the living God, came in flesh and dwelt amongst men. God, the Spirit, who was present from the beginning, but was released in a way that the world never had seen that is recorded in the book of Acts. Okay? Uh, The Holy Spirit, uh, just to summarize, you guys can read it, beginning of Acts chapter 1, chapter 2. The Holy Spirit is released upon 120 people. They start speaking different languages. Um, They're all empty from the upper room. And Peter gets up and preaches the first sermon. At the end of that sermon, yeah, it says their hearts, the people's hearts were, were, um, were moved. And 3,000 people gave their lives to, that, to the Lord on that first day. Amen? That's good. Okay? Right out of the gate. Boom. Yeah? 3,120 people loving the Lord. Cool? That's super rad. All right? So that spirit that was released... Um, that day showed up in uh, tongues of fire and it allowed people to speak languages that they didn't know. Yeah? And so we want to, I want to give you guys uh, other things that, that the Spirit uh, is able to release in our lives. And, and you guys got to get this point, okay? If you're taking notes tonight, this is the point. It's for the purpose of the Great Commission. Like, it's not just to be cool, you know? Like, to make you more like uh, the man or the woman, you know, like to make you higher. It's, it's about glorifying God, and it's about saving the lost. Like you read these stories in the book of Acts, and these guys continue to do the miracles that Jesus did, and you'll never see any of them take glory or take praise because of what they accomplished, okay? So, one of the points that you guys want to write down is the purpose behind the gifts that we get from God is one, to bring God glory, and number two, to see the lost saved, right? To, to, to fulfill the great commission, to go and make disciples, baptize, and teach, okay? So God has given us his spirit to accomplish those things. Okay, we good? Okay, so... Um, 
first one, give God, give God glory, purpose, yeah? And the second is to uh, save the lost, make disciples, yeah? So not just save people, but walk with them in that journey. Amen? Okay, so uh, the three places, I'm not going to read these scriptures, but I will go over each one of the items that is listed here. So the three places that scripture uh, gives lists are, are from the Apostle Paul. So one to the church in Rome, so Romans 12, 6, 7, and 8. You can read these on your own, just so you know. I'm not like, it's probably good that you read it, you know, just so you know Pastor Kaipo isn't just pulling this stuff out of nowhere. Okay, so Romans chapter 12, verse 6, 7, and 8. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. And chapter 12, verse 28. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. And 1 Corinthians 12, verse 28. Okay. We good? All right, so there are uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 different items that are listed in those three scriptures, okay? So I'm going to read a little bit. Uh, I won't give you an exhaustive description of what these items are, but I just want to give you uh, a highlight, okay? So if you want me to repeat things, let me repeat things, but... Let's go. 16 items. So uh, two things I want you to think about, okay, while I read this list. One, uh, which one do you have already? Because some of you guys have been walking with the Lord for a while, and God's already given you some of these gifts, okay? So which ones has God given you already? And two, which is super cool for tonight, which ones would you want? Because God is the giver of all good gifts, amen? And how much... So there's a scripture, Jesus says, like, um, if you who are evil know how to give a good gift, how much more is our Father who isn't evil able to give us the good gifts, right? Especially gifts of the Spirit. Especially the gifts that would allow us to bring him glory, one, and to see the lost saved and disciple two. Yeah? This is the fun stuff of Christianity, okay? Like, remember what I told you before? Like, the, this area of, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm sinning, I'm not sinning, like, this area of when I first come to know the Lord, man, that's the suckiest time in Christian life, okay? The fun times are where I know God loves me. Yes, I may stumble, but I know, like, God loves me, and I've been saved, and then you know the reason behind it, and, and this is rad, okay? All right, so first one, right out of the gate, yeah? Um, prophecy, okay? So prophecy number one, uh, the Greek word here is translated uh, prophesying or prophecy in both passages, um, they probably they, they literally mean uh, to speak forth, yeah, or or to declare the divine will, okay, um, or also to interpret like the purposes of God. Um, or to make known uh, in a way that the truth of God, which is designed to to influence people. So uh, the, the main uh, when you're talking about prophecy, a lot of it has to do with Scripture, okay? And it all has to align with Scripture. If somebody can't, some, comes up to you and says, hey, I got a prophetic word for you, it needs to align with the Word of God, okay? Um, a lot of people think that uh, Scripture or, or the gift of prophecy is like fortune-telling, which isn't biblical at all, okay? Like telling the future about things, like if somebody comes up to you and says, um, 
you're going to marry this person. Maybe, maybe not. That's fortune telling, you know? Maybe he could, maybe he couldn't. It's not necessarily in scripture. It's not necessarily true. It's something you definitely have to pray about, but it isn't what the Bible talks about as prophecy. So prophecy is about opening up like wisdom of God for the purpose of his glory and bringing honor to his name, okay? Um, so speaking forth and declaring the divine will um, and uh, everything, when you think about like speaking prophetically, needs to be prayed about. Yeah, so three things we talked about last week. Needs to be prayed about, um, needs to be confirmed by somebody else. You know, like you got spiritual leaders around you for sure. Um, and then needs to align with scripture. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, the second one, serving. Um, also referred to as ministering. The Greek word here um, is, is where the English word comes from, deacon. Okay, so which means somebody who uh, uh, has a service of any kind, um, or, or just really is a helper, yeah, to those who are in need, okay? Um, serving, I love it. Uh, this, a couple weeks ago, we uh, went down to Living Way because uh, Josh Lockhart got ordained as their, um, one of their pastors, but there are also six other individuals who got um, ordained to be deacons, and, and for them, you know, they define it as the people who show first, and they go home last, you know? And I love that. I was like, yeah. And I, and I saw the six people up there, and I was like, they all have served at camp at different times. And I'm like, these are, that's the kind of people that they are. They show up first, and they, they leave last, okay? So, uh, prophecy, serving. Next one is teaching, okay? This gift involves the analysis and proclamation of God's word, uh, explaining the meaning, the context, the application to the hearer's life. Uh, the gifted teacher is one who has the unique ability to clearly instruct and communicate uh, knowledge, uh, specifically the doctrine of faith. Okay, uh, I think teaching and and preaching are really similar. Some people are great teachers, but not necessarily great preachers. And some preachers should spend more time teaching because sometimes hey, you guys got to understand this. There's a lot of people who proclaim, but they not necessarily speak truth. I've gone to. Um, some conferences. I went to this one conference in the mainland. There was probably five thousand people at this huge mega church, and this 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 uh, I won't mention his name, but this one renowned speaker who writes tons of books. He has a huge mega church. Like a ton of people like follow this guy, and they'll they'll read his books and build their ministries around his teachings. Okay, he blatantly in front of everybody else spoke something that isn't in scripture. And I was like, is anybody else here listening to this? He got up there and said, when you're starting your ministry, choose the brightest around you. Like if you're going to pour into somebody, choose the brightest, most talented people to pour into and to disciple. And I was like, that's not biblical. I mean, that may be a good business strategy to hire the most talented but that's not in God's kingdom because that would leave me way out of it. You know, I wasn't top in my class. I wasn't the smartest. I wasn't the coolest. Like, definitely not the most good looking. You know, it just, I would be off that list. You know? So anyway, 
we got to be able to understand our Bible. And so when we're talking about teachers, yeah, they're similar to preachers, but it's all about proclaiming and analyzing God's word. Okay? And ultimately, I would say that all of us here have the anointing to be a teacher because we're called to make disciples. Amen? So you can check that on your list. Like, God has given me a gift of teaching. Not everybody does it pulpit here, like in a church, but everybody has a stage in their lives. It might be a crowd of one, and it might be at the park, but you have a stage and you have a crowd. Amen? And, and I believe that God's call on us is to make disciples and, so, um, and to teach them all that he had commanded. So, Anyway, teaching. Okay, next one. Um, encouraging. Okay, uh, also called exhortation. This gift is evident in those who uh, consistently call upon others to heed and to follow God's truth, which may involve correction or building others up um, by strengthening weak faith or comforting others in trial. Okay, so the gift of encouraging or encouragement. So encouragement twofold, not only um, building up others who are weak in their faith, but also comforting some that are in child. And sometimes even calling people out of sin can be encouragement. Like, just to use Timmy, for example. Like, say, like, Timmy's a brother. He's one of us. Timmy's not making good decisions. I get to speak into Timmy's life who Timmy really is in Christ. I'm encouraging him by speaking into him um, who he really is in Christ, and he's not living that currently because he may not understand who he is amen okay next gift okay um giving yeah uh gifted givers are those who joyfully share with uh share what they have with others whether in financial material or giving of personal time and attention a lot of people think that those who are anointed with giving just have a lot of money not true you can be a very generous person and not have any money okay but there, there are things that God has given us, and those who have the gift of giving just like to share those things. Uh, for instance, um, most of you have met my mom. She has crazy uh, cooking skills. Shaka? She's never gotten any, like, culinary training, you know? But um, she's trained on me her whole life. And uh, I'm nice and healthy, and, you know, I love it. Um, but she has that gift, and she gives freely of that. I mean, in all the years of camp, like, it's costed her more to cook at camp than it, she's gained from it in material things. But she's really gained relationships and rewards and really needs to be honored, you know, for what she's given. So the gift of giving. Next one, uh, leadership. The gifted leader is one who rules, presides over, or has the management of other people in the church. The word literally means guide and carries with it the idea of one who steers a ship. Uh, one with the gift of leadership rules with wisdom and grace and exhibits the fruit of the Spirit in his life as he leads by example. Amen? So a lot of times these guys are the pastors. Yeah. Uh, so the difference between like a deacon and a pastor, deacons help serve, uh, pastors have a flock. Okay? So I love what Pastor Greg said. You know what pastors do? They lead, they feed, they protect. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I was like, that's good. And that also 
goes with like husbands for wives and wives for um, families. You know, they lead, they feed, they protect. Okay. Uh, the next one is the gift of mercy. Okay, closely linked with the gift of encouragement, the gift of mercy is obvious in those who are compassionate toward others who are in distress. Um, you guys ever played that mercy game where you're like, ah, mercy, 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 and then like the person stops, right? So somebody who has the gift of mercy is able to um, assist people in, in, in asking God to, to relent from punishment, destruction, like the things of this world, like... Um, they show sympathy they're sensitive um and they're also it's also coupled with a desire um, and resources to lessen the suffering in a kind and cheerful manner amen that's a cool gift okay the gift of mercy uh the next one words of wisdom the fact that this gift is described as the word of wisdom indicates that it is one of the speaking gifts okay so word given a word of Wisdom. This gift describes someone who can understand and speak forth biblical truth in such a way as to skillfully apply it to life situations with all discernment. So, words of wisdom. Somebody who understands God's word and is able to communicate to that, communicate that into somebody's life and make it applicable. Kind of like preaching, but not necessarily only from the pulpit. Like we can also give words of wisdom to friends, family in, in letter form, in audible form, um, in texting form. Okay? All right. Um, the gift of word of knowledge. Okay? This is another speaking gift that involves understanding truth with an insight that only comes by revelation from God. Those with the gift of knowledge understand the deep things of God and the mysteries of his word. So it's not just the surface things, but you can communicate the deeper things of God's word. Okay? So, um, for instance, like say you, uh, I'm just going to keep my, we're running out of time. Okay, you guys good, huh? Uh, We got only a couple more. Okay, next one, faith. Okay, the gift of faith. All believers possess faith in some measure because it is one of the gifts of the Spirit bestowed on all who come into Christ in faith. Uh, the spiritual gift of faith is exhibited by one with a strong and unshakable confidence in God. Uh, his word, his promise, and the power of prayer to effect miracles. Okay, So we all have faith because none of us come to the Lord without it. But some people have an extra measure of faith that they're just like, it's going to happen. Um, so uh, Nick Wojcik you guys remember when he came to Maui Shaka Brada like well you know no hands no legs um, somebody asked uh, or somebody told him uh, I heard this in, in one of his interviews um, somebody told him Nick the reason why you don't have arms and legs is because you lack faith and he's like go look in my closet and I love his response like, go look in my closet I still have a wardrobe with sleeves and pants that I hope to fit one day. If I don't fit them in this world, I'll fit them in the next. You know? Like, just faith. Like, and this guy, yeah, I mean, just being able to travel with him to every high school and just seeing what God was able to use him to do was remarkable. But faith, amen? 
Um, a great read, by the way. If you guys want to read a great book, um, the book I've, I've been reading uh, a little bit about his, what is the name of that book? Yeah, Unstoppable. And he pretty much just talks about faith. Okay, uh, a couple more. Uh, the gift of healing. Although God does still heal today, the ability of men to produce miraculous healings belonged to the apostles in the first century to affirm that their message was from God. Christians today do not have um, that same type to like sometimes do. Like we feel like the same miracles, yeah? Because um, you figure like if people could raise the dead, like nobody would die, you know? But... Um, um, but I do feel like there are people who have faith enough to ask God and God will listen to their prayers. Like, um, sometimes I think about this, right? In the, in the New Testament, there's guys who read, I mean, there's guys who, they just did stuff and you're like, how do these guys do these things? And they definitely had an anointing on them by God to accomplish some of their tasks. Um, And so my insight for, for healing is that we pray and we ask and God does. Amen? But we got to have actually like the faith and the heart behind actually doing it, you know? Um, so we will move on to, okay, a couple more. Uh, another one that is listed is miraculous powers, okay? Also known as uh, the work working of miracles um, sometimes this uh, this comes down to people able to accomplish things that they weren't able to accomplish on their own yeah um, we read about it in scripture and um we can hear testimonies about it in people's regular lives, but sometimes God will just pour out a work in you um, where you get to look back on it and be like, that was of God, okay? The truth is sometimes that people downplay it. They take credit for it or it was by chance, but um, for those who are really walking with God, when God does something, like hopefully he's able to, and we're able to understand the intricate details of how those things kind of happen kind of like what I told you guys earlier like God worked out a miracle in my life you know these last couple of days and uh, that wasn't God giving me a miraculous power that was just God doing it but sometimes God comes and he equips us to accomplish like a great task okay all right um, another one uh, we talked about this last week um, the gift of uh, discerning spirits yeah, or distinguishing between spirits. Um, so certain people possess the unique ability to determine the true measure of God um, from that of deceivers, uh, Satan, uh, those whose methods um, include um, uh, untrue doctrine. Yeah, um, Jesus said many would come in his name and, and would deceive many. Yeah. And so that's why a lot of times I, I, I plug you guys into doing your daily soaps, okay? Or daily or weekly. I don't care when you're doing them. Do them. Like, get into your Bible, read a scripture, make observations, talk about application, and then pray for God to give you um, the power to obey what he teaches. Amen? Uh, 
And then I would encourage you to bounce that idea off with, with a leader, you know? Like, hey, I was reading this the other day. Do you think this is what it means? Or there's tons of online resources. We use gotquestions.org. Um, uh, uh, blueletterbible.org is another great resource. But um, after you read scripture and you make some observations, when you start thinking about applications, like, say, if you're not totally clear about it, come talk to one of us, Yeah. But the truth is, there's a lot of people who are using God's word. It's like the book of Eli. You guys seen that? The, uh, not the book of Eli. Is that it? The movie. The movie, right? Where he's blind the whole time. How that one guy was really trying to get the Bible because he wanted to use it to manipulate the people. He was starting up like civilization all over again. And he wanted to use like biblical religion yeah, to back his teachings. And for sure he wouldn't have taught you know, what was central to Christ. Like he just wanted to use it. As many have in, in our past history to manipulate people yeah, to their following. It's happened to the brightest of people. Like, who are we to be naive enough to think that it's not going to happen to us? Okay? The way that it doesn't happen, one, is not only are we able to um, get gifts of the Spirit like discernment, but one, just knowing what God's Word is. Amen? Um, okay. Uh, three more. We're finished. Uh, we talked about this last week, speaking in tongues or languages. Yeah? Um <clears throat> So in the early church, God uh, equipped people with the gift of tongues a lot of times to communicate God's word to other people, yeah? Um, especially sometimes in like not being able to speak the same language, but still being able to communicate to them um, uh, the gospel message, yeah? Um, There's a couple times where it talks about like literal languages and other times like this, uh, like what Paul says, this divine language that needed an interpretation. Okay. Um, most of the time you guys hear currently um, people speaking in tongues. It's, it's like this kind of like gibberish a little bit. Um, and a lot of times it's used in prayer, which for me, I think it's um, like if it's in a group prayer and they're using it. Like, I think it's cool, and I don't know if it really needs interpretation because people are just using that to communicate to God. Um, but nonetheless, it, it, it is a gift of God, okay, that God, I feel, is still giving, okay? In the early times, it was given so people could communicate the gospel. Um, and I feel like God is still giving that gift, but it needs interpretation, okay? All right, so two more. Um, interpretation of tongues okay so not only does god give people a gift to speak in various languages but god also gives people who can interpret those languages which is super important because the purpose behind it is one god gets glorified and people get saved amen okay all right last one um which which is probably seemingly not super glamorous but it really is in god's eyes on the top it's the gift of helps. Yeah? I mean, you figure Jesus came, and he was king, but he came and he served. Yeah? So when you think about the gift of helps, you might think like, oh, man, so boring to be behind the scenes and not up front. But it's actually the place where Jesus would be. Yeah? Um, 
Okay, so those are the gifts, right? Can you fit all those on there? Let me just read through those real quick. So prophecy, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, leadership, mercy, uh, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous powers, distinguishing spirits, speaking in tongues, interpreting tongues, and the gift of helps. Okay? Um, so, uh, I just want to reinforce that the gifts that are given to us aren't for us. They're always for God and for others. Amen? The Great Commission to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, teaching them all that he had commanded them to teach. Okay? So God wants to empower us not just to live a sinless life. Hey, we all going to sin, right? But the truth is, can we be on a mission? Yeah? Can we have like um, a vision to chase after? You know, it's like uh, the Super Bowl, right? It's, it's two, um, two weeks away. Yeah, and I'm not sure if your team's won or lost, but nonetheless, we have Falcons and the Patriots in. And you got to think about the, there's going to be error, you know? Guys are going to miss a block. They're going to miss a tackle. Um, they're going to make points, and they're going to miss points. But the goal for them is what? To win. And so because they have a goal in mind, they don't stop chasing after that regardless of what happens during the game and for us not to say that our spiritual life is a game but that analogy is used in scripture to run this race with perseverance right and what is the race yeah what is the end of this race that god gets glorified yeah and that people come to know about his saving grace amen and discipled like god gets glorified and people are discipled so I want to uh, spend some time thinking about these and, and maybe even praying about um, some of these gifts um, that God would give us some of these gifts. And, and, and it's kind of an exhaustive list. So I, I want to spend more time just in this week. You guys can look over the list and, and be thinking about like which ones you want, which ones you have. And we'll talk about this a little bit more in the weeks ahead. But while we uh, wrap up our time here today, okay, um, I want to spend some time uh, just praying, okay? So one of the questions I asked you in the beginning was, um, of the gifts listed, uh, two questions. One, which ones do you have that you know of? And two, which ones do you want? Okay. Um, So I want to spend some time praying for those.